Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back with you one final time here on the block, Austin Norman and Eric Stricklenip have been with you here for the last couple hours. Joined by the OG old school crew, DP and J in the building. Gentlemen, gentlemen, how are we doing? Look at him. Look at him, Strick. Where you at, player? I seen you post a little swimming pool. Uh, You over there, lottie dotted. We likes to party. um, Where you at, man? Airport. Headed to the airport. I feel you, man. Dallas. I got you. Yeah. Hey, so it's a lot of stuff happening. I know y'all going to get into it. We ain't going to jump into it here, but uh, definitely Transfer Portal is still active out there. Um, looks active. like there was a transfer that came in. I, I want to talk more about the basketball side of things. Um, and, and, and I, and I want to throw it to DP first. DP, um, Aaron Ellis, the, the, the transfer out of Iowa, uh, what's your initial thoughts on that transfer? Is he the actual guy, the lead point guard that they say that they, they're looking for that they need? I don't know what what they think they're getting, and I don't know why they're getting it other than he's a Big Ten point guard, a starting point guard in the Big Ten Conference. And Nebraska cannot afford to allow any of that talent to pass. If you can play competent basketball in the Big Ten Conference and then on a winning team, then you have value to Fred Hoiberg and the Huskers. Now – if you're asking me, is is do I project him at 6'3", uh, shooting 30, 33% from, 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 from three, uh, six points a game, uh, two boards, two assists, should project in, in his in his next year at nine at about nine and nine and three. Well. Those are those are decent numbers in the Big Ten Conference. He's a better than average defender, um, but what I think Husker fans might say is, "Well, we might need a little juice. We might need, might need a little moxie, a little savvy, a little old school game and bucket ability." Um, Nebraska's had its share of of dudes who did the basic stuff right. It would be nice to have a finisher score or somebody who can get a bucket in prime time in stress, stressful moments. <laughs> yeah. It would be nice to have an over – like we saw what Greasel did in critical moment, moments for Nebraska offensively when they started to grind. Ellis is not the guy who's going to get them out of that grind. They may have somebody who can get them out of that grind. The question becomes who do you want on the floor for what you want them on the floor for? <laughs> So, right. good addition. Uh, not ready to call it a great addition. It's a good addition. Good addition. Do we, He's a Big Ten point guard. Yeah, yeah. Do we need a station ID? Did we miss it or did? did nope, I got it in the end of the last break. Keep it rolling. Sweet. Okay, Jay. Um, so, similar, similar question. I mean, I'm like, um, to me – it feels as if you had that type of, based on what I've seen of him, you had that type of guard already in Q McPherson, just untested, coming sure. off of injury. But they 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 have that same kind of style. Right. So you just basically let him already go to kind of bring over something with a similar style, because that's how you kind of seem like if you felt about that young man, right. and uh, and 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 you didn't land who you wanted, wanted. Yeah. you didn't get. Get yeah, a couple that. guys. Yeah, sure. I just don't think it's a it's a splash for me. Yeah, I, well, at the end of the day, I think you got to also go back to last year, right? 
none of the guys that they brought in were splashes either, but it seemed to work out pretty good. I think they kind of see kind of a program or a type of identity of a player that they like. Um, and if he can guard close to what uh, um, Bandamel did, I think it'd be good. I think that what, what Fred Horb, and this is on the surface, guy has Big Ten experience. He scored six points, so you try to say, okay, in our type of system, you could pump that up to maybe if he you know gets into their development and all that it could be ten, right? You'd like to say his assist would go up, say one and a half, right? Because you know he's used to playing in a high octane type of offense. Iowa, I think, might have been the leading offense in the nation, certainly in the Big Ten. So he knows how to get it to the guys in the right spots, in the in the, in the surface, right? What you can't do when you're when you going into another season like this is not go with the known he's more known doesn't have to be sexy but he fits a role and can play that role now when you talk about the greasel role when you talk about bringing uh gary back right who's going to probably have to have more offensive you know output that's where romel lloyd comes in you asked why what mcpherson left romel lloyd people i'm telling you people did not talk enough about him okay he's i'm assuming as of all what i know now he is he has stayed right so when you talk about Romel Lloyd when you talk about a, a kid that's legitimately 6'6 not this fake fake 6'6 where he's 6'4 legit 6'6 a year in the weight program I'm assuming he's worked on his shot has already shown as an 18 year old kid coming in here be, now this is all just the preseason and the funny season the ability to get downhill and make plays that was even more even like too skilled for even for my man Oleg and some of those guys. So he's already at the level what McPherson is, and also he, I think he pairs better in the future. This is just me and this is my opinion in the future with Lawrence and Gary, right? So when you think Lawrence is what six three, right? Mm-hmm. Strick about that, right? Six three, six six, six three yep. with this young man, six yep. six bulldog with Gary. Then you got um. The man coming in from Charlotte. Then you got kind of the banger that came in from Bradley. Then you got um, Blaze. Then you got Goggles. Now you're starting to see some kind of, we can be Big Ten tough. We can stretch and move. It's going to come down for shooting for Lloyd and him. Can you expand the court? Because I think you got enough slashers and guys that can do stuff like that. So I like it considering that, you know, we didn't get Hunter Salas uh, and a couple other guys. That was I don't think it had anything to do with Nebraska. I think that was just purely his decision. I would like to sit down and ask because I could ask some questions. Because with the Wake Forest, that by name isn't much different than Nebraska right now. The Wake Forest with Tim Duncan and and uh, Chris Paul and all that, those days are long gone. You know, and you're and you could be when you're sixth, seventh, eighth in the ACC. You know. When you think just when you think about it, like you know, they're not they're not challenging Duke. Clemson's on the upswing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? North Carolina's gonna be back. Duke is Hope there. Not. Yep. North Carolina State. You're you're not you haven't even thought about Wake Forest yet. Pittsburgh. You know when you start to think about that versus where you could be with Nebraska and the long term effects of where you could be if you're Hunter Salas, right? And Virginia Tech. You, yeah, yeah, Virginia Tech. Right. Virginia Tech won the league two years ago. Right. So we're just talking about six, yeah, seven, eight teams, right? But when you're talking about homegrown, being able to come here and really expand your game in front of it, you know, you had the kind of template already right there with Sam Greasel. It did hurt, but I think this is a good pickup. Guy that knows how to play in the Big Ten, though, also. 
right? So you expect him to come in and be able to kind of handle the physicality, the comp competitive level. He he knows the arenas. That you know that's a you, you know you can't you know you know you can't dummy that down, and it's uh not too far for him. And you know I'm sure they're happy. He strikes me as a guy that might not raise the ceiling too high, but definitely raises the floor. Well, right. I, I I'll say Jay just made a point. I, and and then I need to ask Strick a thing, but Jay just made the point that that is kind of is what rattles my cage, is that yeah, I don't I have to be careful not to devalue him because the other recent option was Hunter Salas. <laughs> yeah, but we're, but but I would ask this though, okay? He right, aver- like he, I don't want to tell say he this. He averaged six at Iowa. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hunter Salas averaged five five at Gonzaga. Like, why is it that much different? Because it's Iowa and Gonzaga. Like, Gonzaga's right. playing in meaningful games and meaningful moments with some flow and purpose with a high trajectory to, 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 to going at the next level. Right, but – We don't give that to Iowa as freely as we give it to the okay. Zach. and then I'm gonna, I would ask you two this, since you guys are the basketball uh, savants – or, or the savant means you're right, smart, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. I didn't want to – okay. So, <laughs> I, right, I, hey, I'm I'm all, hey, I don't want to call you an idiot. <laughs> right. No, I'm trying, I'm trying to expand my vocabulary. So I'm asking you this. I would ask you to, as a rebuttal, DP, mm-hmm. when you look at Gonzaga, they probably play one or two non-conference games. They, you know, because they always have been playing Michigan State on the on the boat. Area, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then they'll play in the, you know, in the tournament, you know, in those tournaments in Hawaii or whatever. So let's just say three non-conference games. Their league play is below par. That St. Mary's are bust. So they got to get up for two games a year. Right. Well, the, no, that's changed because, yeah, that's changed co- now. Compare, Hold on. Just listen. So, two games a year, five. They smoke the league every single year. Only time they lose to somebody is if they got, like, sickness going through or they had, like, a house party they went to up there in Eastern <laughs> Orange by, at John Stockton's house. Yeah. Conversely, at Iowa, uh-huh. every time you get off the bus, just uh-huh. take the regular season, you got to be ready to play, and it is meaningful games because if you go through – Two weeks of a slippage in the Big Ten, and just go you like four or five losses. You're not going to the tournament. So I would ask you, the pressure to perform week in and week out versus getting up for star games like you put on your roster. I would probably say Iowa because you're going through more of a league play where you can't you you can't back down. Yeah, we got lots to talk about. That, yeah. that, that's, but the that's transfer portal. It's got to be number one. Yeah. The draft. Yeah. It's got to be number two. Yeah. We're going to get into it about the leagues. You know, I like Gonzaga, but, you know, yeah. I do think there's a reason why they can't never get over the hump. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with, with the Hall of Famer. Let's get it. I rolled with one for the last two hours. He's Eric yeah. Strickle. And Strick, safe Strick. travels back tonight. Can't Strick. wait to have you back in studio, my guy. I can't wait to see you tomorrow, guy. dog. You know what I'm saying? Miss you up in here, up in these windy cities Sun up here. Suntan Superman. All right, look, at him. look at him. I see you down there strict listening and stuff, man. Look at him. You know what I mean? For Strick, I'm Mañana. Austin. Mañana, I love y'all. Mañana, I see you in studio. For Strick, I'm Austin, DP and Jay in old school. Come up next year on 93.7 The Take. Don't go anywhere. Back in just a sec.